0: You're listening to the Heart and Hustle Podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. And today we are talking all things marketing, but not just any marketing. We are talking about how to stand out in an oversaturated market, set yourself apart and become a category of one while focusing on leaving a legacy. Now, today's guest is the incredible Kelly Roach. Kelly is a business strategist who transforms overworked entrepreneurs and business owners into six, seven, and even eight-figure CEOs by teaching them how to leverage timeless business principles used and employed by billion-dollar corporations and combine them with the speed and agility of today's most powerful online marketing strategies. Kelly's company, The Unstoppable Entrepreneur, has helped hundreds of clients around the world find financial freedom through entrepreneurship. Kelly is also the creator of The Live Launch Method, a best-selling author, and co-founder of The Courageous Brand. On today's show, we talk to Kelly about the three types of marketing she believes will set you apart from the rest, what conviction marketing is and how to embrace it to revolutionize your business and your industry, the biggest problems she sees entrepreneurs struggling with when it comes to online marketing, and how to position yourself as an authority in your niche when you're just starting out, and tons of other gems. (laughs) If you are ready to uplevel your marketing game, this episode is for you. So let's get straight to it. Then buckle up, because here are
1: your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, Kelly, welcome to the Heart and Hustle podcast. How are you? I am doing great. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we are stoked to have you. All right. Well, just to start off, for our audience who might not know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got to where you are today? And just, we want the whole juicy story. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So I started my career actually working in Fortune 500, started in an entry-level position and actually worked my way up through that organization. I was promoted seven times in eight years. And I basically built a team from zero to 100 and, and went from running one location to 17 and really in that time, that's where I fell in love with coaching and leading and teaching and just breathing uh, success into people and, and helping people really to see their own potential that sometimes they don't even see you know, in themselves. And so that's where I learned everything I know about business. And, and, you know, as I was promoted and and grew up through that organization, that's really where I kind of began to recognize, Hey, you know, when I think about my family, my future, what I'm looking to do in the world, I, I just knew that on that path, I was not able to create the level of financial success or freedom or, you know, family first kind of Living that I wanted to. And so, you know, I I split out and and started my own coaching and consulting company. So, fast forward to today, the Unstoppable Entrepreneur is an eight figure coaching and consulting company. I have a staff of 50, and we teach, coach, and train entrepreneurs from around the world how to scale six and seven and multiple seven figure businesses online. And so, um, my passion more than anything is really helping people to create financial freedom, you know, through the world of entrepreneurship so they can put their families first and so they can live a really, you know, fulfilling life, you know, where they have, where they have true freedom.
1: Mm, Yes. I
0: love that. (laughs) (laughs) The passion, even just hearing you like mention Kelly, just the passion that kind of ignited in you to you know, as you phrased it, like breathe success into other entrepreneurs. I just love hearing that Lindsay and I are equally as passionate about that. And it's super cool to hear you just kind of say that and hear the passion that you still have for this and how, I don't know, how excited it gets you. Like, it's super cool to hear that come through in your voice.
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And it's crazy just this world of opportunity and possibility that we live in where, you know, you can build these incredible companies. I have four companies now and and you can build them from your phone, you know, and it's just, it's insane what we have the capability and opportunity to do. And so I try to live in that like state of gratitude and really make that my, my focal point of my energy and my attitude every day, because I mean, in what world would you imagine that we would be able to do
0: what we do? You know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's kind of (laughs) mind-blowing.
1: Well, and just like the ability, like you said, just to build stuff from your phone, like that you couldn't do that 50 years ago. And it's just, it's so cool and weird and awesome. Um, But wow, yeah, I'm just excited for this interview. You have so much to give our audience and I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, Yeah. Okay, so Kelly, let's maybe just dive straight
0: off the deep end and just let's get to it. You have a, a three pronged approach when it comes to marketing your business. So do you want to kind of tell us a little bit about like, what are those three parts? How can we use them to stand out from, you know, in, in the midst of a sea of oversaturation? Like how do you strategically go about marketing and standing out?
1: Yeah,
2: definitely. Well, you know, I think that I think that we need to think about this from the standpoint of not just what is going to attract people to your brand, but what is going to have people stay the course with you. And then ultimately, you know, be your best customers and and then be ambassadors in the market for you, right? And, you know, so much of the time, I think in the online world, we're so focused on the instant gratification of just like acquiring a customer getting a client, getting a sale, you know, and we're not really thinking about the long term of, you know, what does my business look like three, five, 10, 15 years from now? And, you know, how is this, how is this going to continue forward into the future? And that's really, really important because, you know, as business owners, like you're going to get to a point where you want to retire and you get to a point where you want to do, you know, philanthropy work, you have other projects and initiatives that you want to do, and you want to build a company that can stand the test of time that There's an element of sustainability too. And that's what I think gets forgotten in online marketing. So, you know, what I teach people to think about is the three prongs of how to hope and conviction marketing. And each of those kind of serve a very different purpose. And they have a very unique uh, role that they play in, in building your business. But I believe that when business owners bring together these three prongs, that is what will truly position you as a category of one thought leader at the top of your industry and space. I'm really seeing this come to light with a lot of my clients now who, you know, joined us when they were like a smaller, you know, a smaller business, a smaller company, kind of had a handful of clients. And now all of a sudden, you know, they're really building global brands. And it's because they're understanding the distinction between these three things and then using all three of them in a meaningful
1: way. So do you want me to pause there? Do you want me to dive into the first one? Oh, we're loving this. I would just like go off the deep end into all three and we can maybe chat about each one as you go, but yes, so down. Awesome. Okay, so
2: the first one is the one that, you know, obviously most people use in their businesses every day, how-to marketing. And how-to is all about the tactic of you are the teacher. You are showing someone how to do something they don't know how to do. You add value to them because... You can show them how to get a result that you've gotten that they haven't gotten yet, and you know many times this can be very tactical in nature. So this is kind of like the lowest level of marketing. This is this is what I kind of call me too marketing, right? Because it's like you're you're teaching the same things everybody else is teaching. You're teaching your own unique way of teaching it. Uh, it's it's really about the foundation of. What do you know that they don't know? How do you help them get to where they want to be? How are you walking them through valuable information and education that closes gaps for them, which makes them say, yeah, this person knows what they're talking about. I want to link arms with this person. I'll I'll register for their thing. I'll sign up for their list. I'll I'll join their text community, whatever the case. So how-to marketing is like, The very basic tactical information, education, you know, that you put out on your pages, you put out to your list, you know, it's the way that people find out about you, right? And it's how you attract people into what what I like to call your ecosystem. Okay. So that's the first level of this, but that is just like tactics come and go, People get really excited about you being the teacher of that tactic. And when that tactic isn't so exciting to them anymore, they move on to the next great shiny object. And this is what happens to a lot of brands. They rely really heavily on that how-to marketing, but then they don't know how to keep people excited. So then the business owner bounce from tactic to tactic to tactic because they're trying to find a way to keep their brand exciting and interesting and have something new to teach. And in the process, a lot of times they lose their identity. Right. This is where we, we see the business owners that were like, "Hey, didn't you teach Facebook ads last week?" And now you're, you're teaching list building, or you know, whatever the case. Right. So you know, you you start off with how to. It gives that baseline information. It positions you as a teacher. It shows what you know. But then the the next level above that is when you go from teacher to friend, right? And and this this is where you bring people in one level closer in that circle. And and this is your hope marketing and your hope marketing is where you really bring together that marriage of empathy and authority and the empathy is i feel your pain i'm here with you i'm by your side let me link arms with you let me hold your hand let me let me be with you in this moment but you're marrying that with the authority of and this is what it looks like on the other side i've been there I've I've struggled through the same thing. I've gotten through it. Here's what life looks like now on the other side. You can do it too, right? It's believing in people when they don't believe in themselves. It's giving them that inspiration to keep going. It's helping them get out of that moment where they feel like they're drowning and helping them to like peek around the corner and look over the mountain and say, oh, wow, like this is still possible. There is something more for me on the other side of this. So now you've moved from being someone that they're extracting information from as a teacher to someone that they consider almost like in their mind or in their their perception of you, like a friend. This is my cheerleader. This is someone that has my back. This is someone that I trust. This is a real human being that's had real human struggles. They got through it. They can help me get through it too. Okay, so now we've elevated from how to, to hope right? That keeps people going because we all know tactics are very short term in nature. People will be very excited and, and, you know, positive and optimistic about a tactic for five minutes until they try it. And it's harder than they think. And then they're on to the next thing. This is how you keep people activated. This is how you build that stickiness factor with the brand. If you look at the people that build these, you know, really successful brands online, people are attracted to them as a human, they're attracted to them, they're attracted to their hero's journey, they're attracted to what they know about them as a person, not just what they know, but what they know of them as a person, who they are, right? And finally, the the element that almost no entrepreneurs understand or elevate into is conviction marketing. And I spent the last year really really digging into this idea of conviction marketing. And conviction marketing is really having the ability to both be in your industry and step back and be an observer of your industry. Identify the gaps, identify the pitfalls, the shortcomings, identify all the things that could be better, could be different. And instead of doing what the average entrepreneur does, which is you know, complain or tear down their competition or, you know, share all the things that woulda, coulda, shoulda, you know, be better or different, you step into that complete authority in your field and you begin to create products and programs that are highly innovative, highly disruptive. They're zigging when everyone else is zagging. They're filling the gap in the market where the, the consumers in your space have never experienced what you're doing in the way that you're doing it before because you're really filling that gap. You're stepping into that extra mile that others in your space have not done that allow your market to gain superior results when they work with you. And this is where you really identify those pillars of like, who am I and what do I believe about what the compelling future for people could look like? What do I believe could be different? What do I believe is the better way? And most importantly, how are you committing to creating a body of work that that fills those gaps, that makes that thing be different, that really allows you to separate yourself from everything else going on in the industry? Because it's not focused on how do I get the fastest, easiest, most sales. It's how do I become the trusted advisor at such a high level that people want to continue on that journey over a period of years as they grow with you and as you continue to evolve versus being that quick fix that is how-to marketing. And, and each of these things are important. How-to marketing introduces them to the brand and shows that you can add value for them. You know, the hope marketing is keeping them engaged with your brand. But the conviction marketing is making you the one and only in your space. And that is what I'm really committed to. And that is what I'm really trying to help entrepreneurs understand a formula for doing and for, for becoming, which is why I got on this path of writing the conviction marketing book. Because I just feel like there's such a missing link there for entrepreneurs. They're being taught all very like, short-term tactical things. Um, and, and that works in the short term. But entrepreneurs really need support on the things that are going to build a sustainable company, you know, over a period of years. And that's where I really specialize.
0: Mm. Oh my gosh. I have so many thoughts, so many questions, so many, like, (laughs) that was just a truckload of information. And that was so good. Okay. I think first question, based on everything that you just said, do you feel, Kelly, that it's like, Uh, Is it like a step one, step two, step three type of thing where people should begin, like entrepreneurs should begin with the how-to marketing and then begin to add in elements of, you know, the, the hope marketing or the human connection marketing, and then, you know, eventually get to the conviction marketing or is your stance more of, we should begin with all three and like, you know, it creates a beautiful recipe when we add all the ingredients.
2: Yeah, I think that the sooner that you can begin to bring these three elements into your business, the more that you can separate yourself from the pack. And, you know, there's varying levels of competency with this as well. Right. Like in the beginning, you know what you know. About what you know, right? So, you know, in the beginning, you may be really down in the categories of how to and hope, you know, but but that will build you. You can build a million dollar business on how to and hope. You can. I I help people do it every single day. But if you want to catapult into the multi-millions, you want to be an industry leader, you want to create change on a global level, you will have to step into conviction. So I think the degree to which you can bring all three together, as soon as you can bring it together, I think that's more powerful, more meaningful. I think for some people, it does take a little bit of evolution over time to truly understand how they're going to bring those convictions forth. But I think it's learnable. And I think it's something anyone can learn and can step into. And again, it's why I'm writing the book, because I want to encourage people to Look at their business as a a body of legacy work versus a transaction of how many sales that they get today. Yes, the sales are very important, but the continuum comes from who you're becoming and what this body of work means to the world.
1: We wanted to interrupt this episode real fast to chat about counseling. Now, counseling is so often stigmatized in a negative way, and it absolutely should not be. Because Evie and I so firmly support counseling in all stages of life, we were so excited when BetterHelp, an online counseling company, reached out to us to be a sponsor on the show. We were able to try it ourselves for a bit, and our experiences were incredible.
0: I was even able to go on and fill out a full list of information about myself, my desires in a counselor, including religious beliefs and more. I was matched with an amazing counselor who shares my worldview, and I absolutely loved the ability to put preferences like that down on the questionnaire.
1: Something else we genuinely loved about BetterHelp is that they offer four ways to get licensed counseling—video sessions, phone calls, live chat, and messaging. It's honestly incredible. If you've
0: been contemplating counseling but are feeling lost on where to start, we definitely recommend BetterHelp. We both had great experiences with them and have so many friends also loving their services.
1: So we have an affiliate link for you today for 10% off your first month. Just go to www.betterhelp.com forward slash heart and hustle.
0: Hey, hey, if you are new here and haven't heard about our online resource shop, ooh, listen up. The Heart Shop is a digital resource and template shop for creative entrepreneurs and photographers. There are so many goodies for creative entrepreneurs in the shop, like website templates, PDF guide templates, illustrations to enhance your brand, and lots more. But one thing in particular we made sure to add was contract templates. Y'all, the horror stories we have heard in our years of business is unmatched and a little terrifying (laughs) clients refusing to pay after you've delivered a service clients demanding their retainer back after canceling on you last minute the list goes on business shouldn't feel like you're walking on eggshells though and yet that's how most of us feel when we first start our business we're petrified to make a wrong move or have an unhappy client
1: okay but here's the truth One of the first foundational steps of owning your own business should be protecting yourself legally with contracts. Yes, yes, even for friends and family. Contracts allowed us to walk in confidence as we grew our photography businesses. But also, hiring a lawyer to create custom contracts for you is a pain in the butt and the wallet. And grabbing whatever free or cheap template online is often not enough protection. Yes. So we wanted to make this as easy
0: and seamless for you as possible and give you the resources to make sure you have your butt protected. We have partnered with our favorite lawyer and attorney, Paige, from the legal page. She has not only created powerful contract templates, but her team is so present and ready to help figure out which ones you need for your
1: business. You can stack her contracts in her shop, like the wedding photography contract, destination intimate wedding contract, cancellation and rescheduling bundle, second shooter and associate contracts, and honestly, so much more. Just head to theheartcontracts.com for 10% off. That's theheartcontracts.com. Okay, I love that you're writing the book about the conviction part, mostly, because I think I want to stay. I want to talk about that part for a little bit, because I think just like you said, I think it's the part that a lot of people forget. I I just know from me and Evie's experience coaching and, and interacting with people online, I think so many people are worried about the tactical and they're worried about like, okay, wait, what email like list platform do I need? Okay, wait, how do I do this? And they're so focused on that. But I love the word that you said, legacy. I think they're forgetting to think bigger and dream bigger and really like scale back. Just like everything that you said of like, look, like take the scales off your eyes and look at your industry from a third party perspective or just from a, a back, like back up and view it. Um, and I, I think... There's something to be said there that I I usually just find people that are, that are worrying about like how they're going to make more sales this year or, or tomorrow or whatever. And they're forgetting that just bigger picture of legacy of like how to actually scale, how to really like goal set. What is your business going to look like in 10 years? Like, how are you going to get there? And I think so many people aren't, aren't doing that. Like, would you agree? Like, what do you think is it that stops people from going to that next level, Is it like that they're just genuinely not thinking that they're forgetting to like look at their legacy, look at that big picture? Or what do you think the issue is?
2: Yeah, I think there's a couple of things, right? So I think on one hand, in the online world, there's just an infatuation with with marketing tactic. It's just, it's like they build people up into this like froth of like always feeling like they're missing out. Always feeling like they need to do the greatest latest you know thing. Always feeling like you know they need to jump from one thing to the next to the next because you know what they're doing isn't good enough. I mean that, that is online marketing and that, that is the culture of online marketing. So I think it's one understanding that and then deciding who you're going to be in the presence of that. Y- you can't change what the culture is. You can decide who you're going to be in the culture. Right. So I think that's the first thing. And then I think the second thing is obviously, you know, when, when people are struggling to generate sales, it's really hard. It's like a hierarchy of needs. Okay. So like, you know, if you, if you're struggling for food and shelter, it's really hard to think about how you're, you know, decorating, you know, the wedding cake kind of thing. So you know, I think that there's definitely a hierarchy of needs. I think for a lot of people, they struggle with sales. You know, for me, I've always been obsessed with this idea of legacy. My, my top tier program, where I work with million and multimillion dollar business owners is called Legacy Leaders. And although that's truly, truly my passion is helping leaders scale at that level... My Unstoppable Entrepreneur Program is my my flagship and it's where I help people get to that level because I understand that when you don't know how you're gonna put food on the table, it's really hard to focus your energy on legacy. So in the Unstoppable Entrepreneur, I teach people how to how to scale with launches and it takes care of the money problem so that they can then shift their energy and focus. To the idea of legacy, I think it's really important at every stage of the game that you're focused on what you're doing and the big why behind it and the impact and change that you're trying to create with it. Uh, but I also, I also understand and I have not forgotten what it was like to be a new business owner and going through that initial phase, uh, you know, of of just trying to get those first few sales each month to get by. I think the the caveat with that is, you know, when you really are obsessed with the transformation, the results that you can get for people, and the belief in the change that you're working to create in the world, it's so much easier to sell. It's so much easier to get out of that state of struggle when you're so focused on how am I serving? You know, how am I showing up? Who am I helping? Right. When you're focused on me, it's
1: tough. When you're focused on me, it
0: gets a lot easier. Hmm. It's so good. It's so true. Okay, Kelly. I would love to hear. You know, kind of hearing your perspective of the conviction marketing. Just staying on that for a second. What do you feel when you've been teaching? You know your your legacy leaders. You know, level entrepreneurs. Kind of getting them. It sounds like focused more and more on that conviction marketing side of things and that legacy side of things. Have you found that it's something that kind of ebbs and flows or maybe not ebbs and flows, but is is a constant work in progress to keep that at the forefront of people's minds that entrepreneurs, you know, naturally tend to be focused on, uh, you know, the other two types of marketing more easily than the conviction marketing? Or is it something that you found once you teach kind of sticks? Like, does that question even make sense?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I would say it's six. I would say it's six. I mean, I think the thing that's challenging for entrepreneurs as they scale to that level is that although so many of the pieces of the business are now being taken care of because you have a, a team and, you know, leaders and all of those things, the demands continue to grow. You're, you're playing at such a high level. It's such a high stakes game that You know, yes, I I believe once people get to that level, they do they do tend to be able to shift into that mood and stay there. But how much of their energy are they able to exert on that? That's another question because they're also dealing with the demands of people and, and the business, you know, at that at that level and that scale. But I do think once people get into that space, they tend to be able to stay there, you know, at varying degrees,
1: you know. Yeah, that makes sense. I think for our audience, I would probably relate our audience a little bit less to your legacy leaders and probably more to your unstoppable entrepreneur people. Um, and so my question is, when you're coaching your students or when you're coaching your unstoppable entrepreneurs, what's the biggest problem that you find constantly come up in just when they're dealing with marketing? Like maybe when you're at that beginner to intermediate level and you're, and you're thinking about these three prongs, what is the consistent problem that keeps coming up that you usually tackle?
2: A couple of things, and and I would say the problems that I tackle inside the unstoppable entrepreneur are very very different from what I see happening in the broader market. So I'll talk to that a little bit. The people that join the unstoppable entrepreneur, because the messaging of my brand is so clear, like I very intentionally repel the people that are not you know a fit for my style, what I teach. I mean, I teach people to train for their business like an athlete trains for their sport. You know, I am very open and honest about the level of discipline and hard work and just the personal growth that is required to scale a company. And so I tend to attract people that before they even join the program, they they understand the level of seriousness with which they have to take their commitment to implementation and execution. I would say in the broader market, what I see is that there's just a lack of consistency in implementation. You know, I think there's just there's just a huge like I said it's it's minute to minute day to day tactic chasing versus implementation like when people come into the unstoppable entrepreneur we teach launch cycling they're doing six to eight launches a year. Those dates are set with their accountability coach from the day that they come in, and they're very aggressively managed against, you know, set objectives and results and and You know, numbers and timelines and that that's what makes the program so different. It it really truly is like an incubator boot camp like setting. So I think people kind of have to go through the mental pain before they even join of knowing what they're signing up for kind of thing. Um, but I would say in the broader market, yeah, it's just the tactic chasing. It's the, it's the focus on continuing to learn new things versus executing the drills. And, you know, what's so important, if I look at the things that took us from six to seven to eight figures as a company, many of the the fundamental foundational things that, you know, obviously I still teach in the Unstoppable Entrepreneur every single day, we still do the exact same things today. It's excellence in execution of the fundamentals. And that is what people in the world of entrepreneurship don't understand because they're being peddled every single day that it's it's this latest greatest tactic it's this latest greatest tactic no it's this no it's this so entrepreneurs have so much competition for their energy and time that they're like dabbling in hundreds of different things versus picking a handful of things and just executing with all their might with all their energy with all their focus To really get a specific outcome and result, so that makes sense.
0: Completely, (laughs) we're both over here, like amen. (laughs) I love that. Okay, so Kelly, for the entrepreneur who's listening to this now and is like, okay, I need to, you know, begin with the first two prongs of the three pronged marketing approach. I need to, you know, really be excellent and begin to execute, you know, a handful of things in the how-to marketing. Like, I need to just focus in on that and, you know, the hope marketing perspective as well. But that person is maybe feeling a little bit like, I am just getting started. How can I possibly position myself as an authority? You know, I'm just starting myself. How can I teach someone else, you know, what I barely know right now? Do you have anything to say to that person who's kind of struggling in that position?
2: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is teach what you know, right? So I teach on camera, I'll I'll teach on camera, sometimes six, eight hours a day, right? And people will always ask me, do you use a teleprompter? Do you use notes? Do you use, you know, how are you, you know, how are you teaching, you know, for hours and hours? And what I always say to them is, teach what you know. Like, really, like, Mm -hmm. What are you good at? Like teach what you know. Like if you're teaching something that is so innately a part of what you believe or what you do or how you operate or how you've gotten success or results, then you are an authority. You're an authority over your life. You're an authority over your results. And you're an authority to this person who has no idea how to do what you know how to do. So I think where people get themselves into trouble is when they think that they need to teach what other people are teaching or they think they need to be in this space or in that space or do this or do that. Instead, I think the thing is like, what is an in integrity for you? Teach them what you can talk about for eight hours without notes or a teleprompter or webinar slides. That's how you know you're in your zone of genius. That's how you know you're in the
1: space where you belong, right? hmm Oh, that's so good. And well, and I, I think just even teaching what you know, it, it takes the blinders or your focus off of everyone else and trying to be like everyone else and puts up blinders. And then it's like, Hey, stay in my lane, focus on what I do best, what I'm excellent at. Um. I could also see somebody listening to this and they're like, okay, but I'm like baby fresh. And I don't know even what I like, say somebody wants to be an entrepreneur because we also have a lot of like moms and and young students that want to be entrepreneurs someday or want to start a business someday to those people that might like, I, I, I two two thoughts here. I think everyone knows more than they think they do. Even if they haven't started a business, like we all know more than we think we do. And we forget that there's always people out there that don't know what we do. Um, But at the same time, I could see somebody listening that's like, oh, but I want to get into this space. Like we have a lot of photographers following us or coaches following us. And it's like, oh, I want to be a coach. Oh, I want to be a marketer, not a marketer, uh, a photographer, but I don't know those things. Is there anything that you would say to like the baby brand new beginner? Yeah, I,
2: I would say learn it, practice it, do it, share it. Right. So if you want to get into a new space and you want to learn a new skill because you want to turn around and teach that skill, you need to first start by investing in yourself and investing in learning and acquiring that skill. So you you learn it, you practice it, you do it for yourself. You generate results. You figure out what works for you. What's your formula to success with that specific way of editing pictures or, or capturing the light or doing a silhouette or whatever it is? You know, you figure out what your unique approach is to getting that, that outcome that you want with whatever that thing is and document it. And then you you teach what you know. Again, it comes back. You teach to what you know. So if you currently don't know what you want to teach, then you gotta put the cart behind the horse and go sign up to work with someone that has the knowledge and expertise that can teach you what you wanna learn. Mm-hmm. Right? So learn it,
1: practice it, do it, get a result, share it. I think that's so good. I think people just need to like hear that <laughs> because I think that, that like everyone's swarming in like the sea of oversaturation that we kind of talked about at the beginning of the episode, and it's like you just need those clear, concise, like, "Hey, just do it!" Like, go. Learn. I love it that you just broke that down so simply, Kelly. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah,
2: for sure, for sure. And and the other thing that we have to remember too is like uh, there are so many levels of teaching. And so many nuances of what you're teaching and how you're teaching and who it's for, right? So you might think, so someone listening to this might think, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a brand new photographer. I have no idea what I'm doing. How am I ever gonna compete, you know, with these, you know, megastars, right, that are that are teaching this online course. And, you know, why would someone ever sign up with me? Well, you have to remember there's there's all these varying levels. Like there are people, for example, that they they teach a course on how to find your passion, right? And and that's so different from, for example, what I teach inside the Unstoppable Entrepreneur that is like hardcore, like boot camp style business incubator for scale. So you have to realize like if you're at the beginning stages of learning something new, don't think that because you're at the early stages, that there isn't a market for people that need to learn at the early stages. If people come to the unstoppable entrepreneur and they don't even know what their passion is, that won't work. So there's a place in the market for every single level and every single level of teaching matters. And you fit where you fit. You pick where you want to place and position yourself and you become an expert in what really feels right for you. And don't worry about where that falls on the spectrum because there's just as much need at every level, right?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so good. Uh, Kelly, this has been incredible and so refreshing just to hear your perspective and the three pronged marketing approach and how to, you know, just focus on those three and how the conviction marketing is just so different. I feel like I took so much away from this conversation. So thank you you so much. (laughs) Um, Okay. Final. Well, one of our final questions that we love to ask everyone we have on the show. It's so fun to hear the different answers. We'd love to hear yours on this kind of a big one. So if you need to just like pause and think for a second, feel free. But what is the biggest lesson you have learned in business?
2: Oh gosh! <laughs> I know it's a <laughs> That's absolutely. I, you know, patience and humility. Patience and humility. You know, when when you have patience, you don't quit, and when you have humility, you don't you don't think you're too good to try. Mm. And, and I think everything in business comes back to that: having the patience to keep going, and having the humility to try and not care what you look like, who's watching, who has a comment for you. It really doesn't matter. Patience and humility.
1: Mm, I love that. That was just the perfect way to end this. Oh my gosh, that was incredible. Well, Kelly, for anybody listening that wants to check out the unstoppable, uh, wow, can't talk. The Unstoppable Entrepreneur, just check you out, see what you're up to, get involved in your community. Where can everyone find you on the interwebs? for sure yeah i would say definitely
2: check out the unstoppable entrepreneur show i release two episodes every single week we have over 600 episodes that teach you how to run build grow scale your business and uh, kelly was official on instagram
1: yeah
2: kelly thank you so much thank you guys it was a great conversation i really enjoyed it and thank you so much for having me of course